Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutto. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. Fortunately, because of America's economic strength, our memory of those grim World War II days becomes increasingly dim. But men, women, and children in economically weak countries are still hungry today. Why should America help these stricken people? The answer is simple. Because freedom is threatened when starvation and suffering persist. And to bring relief to those in need, to aid them to help themselves, is to reduce the dangers of communism. CARE food packages provide one of the best ways of helping on a personal, individual basis. CARE, a non-profit organization, was specifically set up by America's mass relief agencies to provide an effective, economical way for Americans to send food and other essentials abroad. Five dollars will send a CARE basic food package. If you don't feel you can afford to send the full package, contribute what you can toward sending it. Any contribution will help and will be appreciated. Just address it to CARE, New York. That's all. C-A-R-E, New York. That sound is a Geiger counter, telling Fibber McGee, Dr. Gamble, and the old-timer that they've struck a sensational vein of uranium ore in the mountains of Utah not far from... Whatever we do, let's not blab the location of this supermine. To nobody. No, or everybody and his cousin will be swarming up here jumping our claims. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, this is like a dream, Doc. Just think, we let Whistle Vista Friday started into these mountains Monday, and Wednesday morning we're millionaires. Wooey! You're sure about that Jagger County, Johnny? You don't think it's playing tricks on us? We tested it a dozen times yesterday. And a dozen times today. You better turn it off and save the battery. Okay. It's working perfect. Every time we poke it down this crevice here, the needle goes right up to the top of the dial. Making this crevice in the ground the best crack of the year. <laughs> Apparently, these rocks are loaded with radioactive ore, and they're split right across a vein of it. Old-timer, you got a fortune under your feet that'll make a Texas oil millionaire look like a bankrupt pauper. Sure, hope so. I got a big laundry bill waiting back home. Laundry bill? Ha! Buy your own laundry. You're rich, boy. What you taking off your shoes off for well, I always wanted to stand barefooted on a million dollars. <laughs> Feels good, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got it, boy. When we start taking uranium out of the Fibber McGee mine number one... Just a second, Moose Puss. Who said we were going to call this Fibber McGee mine number one? Johnny did. I just heard him. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm not having any of that. Okay, go find yourself another one. I bought the Geiger counter. I think it should be known as the Gamble Mine. Boy, won't that sound swell on Wall Street. Want to buy some shares in the gamble mine? Take a gamble. Buy some gamble stock. Ha! They'll laugh us off the stock exchange. What do we need Wall Street for? This mine of ours, the gamble mine, is so rich that... Can't they... be the gamble mine. It's on the claim I staked out 40 years ago. Hey, I forgot all about that. This is on the old-timer's property. <laughs> Thought I'd let you boys wrangle a while before I reminded you. <laughs> of course, I never kept working the claim like the law says you got to do, but... What? 
Well, we have to file a new claim then. And right now, before somebody else finds it. How do you file a claim? Well, I used to know. If I can just remember, now let me think. Relax, relax. I got all the dope right here. Booklet put out by the Atomic Energy Commission. Tells all about it. So that's what you've been reading on the sly. I thought it was a comic book. Here it is. Got it. It says mining locations. Uh, public land staking here. Here you are. Location is made by staking corners of the claim and posting notice thereon. That's it. I remember. Garb stakes in. His claims and... may not exceed 1,500 feet in length and in width 300 feet on either side of the vein. I got it. You can stake a claim 1,500 feet long and 600 feet wide with a vein in the middle. That's what I just said. Good for you, Johnny. You're right. Well, come on. Let's get at it. How are we going to measure 1,500 feet? Well, I got a pocket ruler. Six inches long. Oh, great. With that, it shouldn't take us over a month. Well, how was I to know that... Hey, you... maybe them other fellas got a tape measure they'd lend us, Doc. What other fellas? McGee, if you'd have thought to think of I it... I can't think of everything. Them fellas that picketed their horses about a mile down the grain had been sneaking up on us the last half an hour. Sure, sure. But, McGee, I thought you... you What? What men, old-timer? Where are they? Who's sneaking up on us? Don't let on, fellas. I've had my item since they climbed into sight. Just act casual-like, both of you. Sure, sure, sure. sure Stop sure. quivering, McGee. Don't matter. They're still too far away to see him shaking. I ain't shaking. I'm searching myself for my trusty old 45. McGee, this is no time to clown. There isn't a gun in the bunch, and you know it. Oh, yes, there is, Doc. There's two guns in the bunch. What? Both them fellers has got rifles. Hmm. I seen them just before they ducked behind a boulder. Well, I wonder, what, 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 what do they want? I know what they want. Our million-dollar uranium discovery. <laughs> Those guys are claim jumpers. The dirty... Back to Westville Vista in a minute. Here is a scene that could happen in your doctor's office. A doctor speaks to Frank Abbott. You're in fine shape, but there's no need for you to take laxatives regularly. Really, doctor? Absolutely. Five New York doctors now have proved you can break the laxative habit. Eighty-three percent of the cases tested did it. So can you. What do I do, doctor? Stop taking whatever you now take. Instead, every night for one week, take two Carter's Little Liver Pills. Second week, one each night. Third week, one every other night. Then, nothing. Every day, drink plenty of liquids. Put yourself on schedule. But how can Carter's help break the laxative habit? Because Carter's little liver pills not only relieve irregularity, they also improve the flow of liver bile that is needed for natural regularity. When worry, overeating, overwork make you irregular temporarily, take Carter's temporarily and don't get the laxative habit. Get Carter's little liver pills, only 43 cents. Break your laxative habit. Restore your natural powers of regularity. See them? Are them guys still there? Yep. They're creeping up on us like winter underwear on a hot day. Dirty bandits. Come on, let's walk back to our sleeping bags. Casual life. There was just some way we could scoop up enough uranium out of that hole and quick shape it into an atom bomb and throw it in them guys' pussies. Oh, that's a brilliant suggestion. Didn't take Uncle Sam more than three or four years to do it, and you want to do it in ten minutes. Well... thing that gets me is how the heck they got in here from that direction. I thought the only way in was the way we come. Up the mountain, down the canyon, across the bottom, through the creek, up the canyon, over the rocks, through the brush, up Fishball Mountain, down Fishball Mountain. Hey, hold it. 
Doc, I thought up a scheme. I was afraid you would. Listen, will you? I'll pretend I broke my leg, see? And you pretend you're a doctor. All right, but you wait a minute. I am a doctor. Well, pretend you are anyhow, see? When them guys get here, you'll be looking for something to use for a splint, see? And when you see their rifles, you say, Hey, that's just the thing to make a splint for my suffering friend's busted leg. Hand me the rifles, please. Jump their guns, eh? That's it. What do you say, Doc? Will you do it? I have a better idea. You go get their guns and bring them to me, and I'll wrap them around your neck for a tourniquet because... Oh, here they come. They're out in the open now. Uh, uh, look quick. Let's pretend we're a couple of mountain climbers, Doc. Looking for Mount Everest. Mount Everest is in India. This is Indian country, Doc. Oh. Now remember, old-timer, we're mountain climbers, and you're our native guide, see? Look at the size of them. They're big ones, aren't they? If they ask us what the Geiger counter is, tell them it's, it's, it's a fireless cooker. Quiet. Here they come. Howdy. Yeah, howdy. Hello. Hi, Chance. How do, gentlemen? If you was wondering what this Jiger counter is, it's a fireless cooker. Oh, for the... We just come up here to do some fireless cookery. Yeah, you see, at this altitude, water boils so fast... What are you men doing here? Yeah, what? Oh, now, I can't see that it's any of your business. That's right, Doc. Out here in the West, you ain't supposed to ask a man his business, stranger. Or his name. Or where he come from. Or where he going to. That's the way we do out here, stranger. And if it don't suit you, why don't you just make tracks back where you come from, eh? What have you been doing with that Geiger counter? Poking around for uranium? Uranium? What's that? Why, you know, Johnny. That's the stuff we come all the way out here to find. The stuff over oh, there. Oh, no. Hey. Suppose you show us where you made this uranium strike, mister. Yeah, let's have a look. No, sir. Or else. You ain't going to incriminate us, bud. By George, if you didn't have them rifles, it'd be a different story. Come on, throw down them rifles and we'll show you, won't we, Doc? Speak for yourself, McGee. They got pistols on their hips, too. I'll hold the pistols if you fellas want to wrestle. Now, uh, suppose we stop wasting time. Come on, March. Let's see where you found it. Uh, yes, sir. March. Hey, Johnny, you're going in the wrong direction. Ah, oh, for the love of Pete. Can't you keep your yap shut a single minute, old-timer? Nice try, McGee, but these guys know. They saw us at the claim. You guys are going to be sorry for this. You'll wish you'd never saw us, guys, you guys. I'll have you guys... Now, be quiet, will you? And you're walking the wrong way again. It's over here. Yeah, this is about where they were. Here by the crevice. That's right. Yes, this is about where it would be. But who'd ever figure on a... Now, look, you three... You lowered a Geiger counter down there, didn't you? Okay, what if we did? And it registered a tremendous radioactivity count, didn't it? That's our business. And we'll have to get them out of here just as fast as we can. Like heck you will. we got a tremendous mine here, packed with uranium and stuff. And you dirty claim jumpers ain't going to get away with this. Claim jumpers? McGee's right, and That's you're not... That's what you are. You guys try to get rid of us, and the FBI will track you down if it takes all day. The Atomic Energy Commission, too. They'll be... <laughs> get him. <laughs> well, I'm afraid you're a little confused, Wendy. What are you two laughing about? Well, mister, we're from the Atomic Energy Commission. Huh? Security officers. You three better come with us. Now, wait a minute. Fibber and Molly will be right back. Thursday is adventure night here on NBC, and adventure you'll hear from the golden prairie of our own Wild West to the mysterious byways of international intrigue. From the Wild West, ride two fast-shooting heroes, Roy Rogers and Dr. Six-Gun. 
The Roy Rogers Show brings you the king of the cowboys in an exciting story. It's grand listening as Roy and his friends fight on the side of justice. Your other Western hero, Dr. Sixgun, is a mighty unusual character who is equally skilled with a medicine kit and a six-shooter. A fighting doctor who battles outlaws wherever he finds them. Then there's a radio journey across the seas where you'll hear a story of intrigue with the Scarlet Pimpernel. The Scarlet Pimpernel is based on the novel that entertained millions. It's a story of danger and romance tomorrow as you travel with the Scarlet Pimpernel. Come on along for an evening of adventure, for young and old, with the Roy Rogers Show, Dr. Six-Gun, and the Scarlet Pimpernel. We've checked your story against the doctors, and it sounds all right, Mr. McGee. I ought to. It's the truth. Now, uh, bring in the other man, Fred. Uh, he's right out, sir. I'll tell. I'll confess. These two men are mountain climbers. Got lost looking for Mount Everest. I'm their fireless cooker. Native guide is my name. Can't speak a word of uh, English. Now, now, speak. now, just a second. I better go back over all those stories again. Oh, for th- Good night. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer, Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, and Tyler McVeigh and Luke Krugman as the men from the Atomic Energy Commission. Why did they pick up our friends? Mr. McGee is as much in the dark as we are, and he'll have to wait until tomorrow to find out what it's all about. And you will, too. So this is John Wald reminding you to be with us then. Same time, same station. Heart of the News brings you the issue of the day tonight on most NBC radio stations.